Hey there, it's Melissa Brunetti, and welcome to a bonus episode of Mind Your Own Karma. Okay, everybody, here's the question. Have you ever been so angry about an injustice that you just can't shake it? That happened to me earlier this week. I had just gotten back from vacation. I was doing laundry. I was getting my house back in order and just had a ton of things to do. And I thought, I just, I need to go get something to eat. So I went to the Taco Bell drive through that's right down the street from me. There was a bunch of cars in the drive through and we were all in, you know, the line. And this car in front of me, all of a sudden, its backup lights came on. And it slowly started to roll back to my car. And I laid my hand on the horn for a good two to three seconds. And the car just kept coming at my car until I heard this crunch. And my heart sank. I was like, I just don't need this right now. And now I got to get out of my car. I was not dressed for that. Hence why I was in the drive through. So I was like, dang it. So I got to get out of the car now. The lady, she didn't get out of her car. So I get out of my car and I said a few words that I can't say. Well, I could say, but I'm not going to say right now. And the lady's window was down and I said, what the heck? And she was like, my car was in park. And I said, your car just backed into my car. Did you not hear the crunch? She's like, sorry. And I said, well, now I need to get your information. And she was like, fine. But now we're stuck in this line in the drive-thru. So it is her turn to get up to the window. And what do you think she does? She puts her foot on the gas and takes off. So now I have to make a decision. What am I going to do? So in the moment, I start following her. And I followed her for probably a good 10 minutes or so. And I'm on the phone with 911. And I'm telling them where we're going, on what street, which way. And I'm still following her. At some points, she's going probably 90 to 100 miles an hour trying to get away from me. Mind you, she's driving a BMW with vanity plates. So I'm just like, which I did get a picture of. So I'm on the phone with dispatch. And finally, the lady on the other end says, can you pull over and stop following her? And I was like, you want me to pull over and stop following her? And the lady says, yes. Man, in that moment, I did not want to stop following this woman. What was I going to do when I caught up with her? If I ever caught up with her, what was I going to do? But still, that anger of injustice in me that she just took off like that, I just had the hardest time letting it go. So I did what the lady asked me to do, and I watched her drive out of my sight. And I was just like, oh. So I sat on the road for a good 30 minutes waiting for a police officer that never came. And making a long story short, I ended up going home and was told the police officer would come by my house. Well, about two hours later, 
I get a phone call from the police officer. They're not coming to my house. And she says, go online and make a police report and it will give you a record number that you can give to your insurance. So what does that say in my brain? That we aren't going to do anything, even though you have a license plate on this lady. We're not going to do anything because you're not hurt and your car just, you know, barely has a little bit of damage. So here's a record number so you can give it to your insurance company and you can pay a $500 deductible because we're not going to spend the time to find this lady. So now it's four days later and I still haven't made the police report because I'm just angry. I'm angry about it. She's going to get away with it. She drove recklessly and I'm going to have possibly a $500 bill and a ding on my insurance because the police aren't going to do anything. So in this moment, I have to reconcile that I don't have a lot of power in this situation. So I get online this morning to fill this report out and I see a little link to send the police chief a message on email. So I sent him a little message. I haven't gotten a response yet. It's only been a few hours. I don't know. I mean, do I expect him to do anything about my situation? Probably not. But I had to try. And then I had to let it go. Because I really do believe in karma. And if I really believe in karma, I have to believe that even though I won't see any consequences for this person, they are going to have consequences one way or another. Now for me, I could never do something like that because I would be terrified about what was going to happen to me and what karma was going to do to me that I did that to somebody. I really probably would not be able to sleep at night if I did something like that because I would feel so horrible. But that's me. Was it easy to let karma take its course? Heck to the no. Every day I wish I could have kept following her. Or I should have kept following her. But like I said, what was that going to do? It could have made a situation worse, right? So as I'm driving this week, I notice that my road rage is high and my response times are also heightened because I'm scared I'm going to get hit again. You know how that is probably if you've been in an accident. So I'm driving and I'm like, why am I so irritated about this injustice and how even though I believe in karma this is very difficult to let it go and so why is this bugging me so much well what I found out after questioning myself quite a bit was when I feel that anger arise why in any situation why am I angry 
And I would say 99.9% of the time, it is because I feel like my boundaries have been crossed by somebody else. That I have drawn a moral line in the sand and somebody just stepped on it and crossed it. Now, sometimes when someone's crossed your boundaries, you can enforce a consequence on them. You can draw another boundary that's even a stricter boundary with them that they can feel and see. And therefore, then they can feel and know that that probably wasn't the greatest idea. But in this case, this was not going to happen most likely. So this is when you have to kind of reevaluate how much control do I really have over this situation? I cannot make her come back to me and pay my $500 deductible on my insurance to get my car looked at. I cannot make the police help me find this person to make her pay my $500 deductible. There really isn't a lot of avenues that I can take at this point. So what did I learn from all of this? I learned that you have to evaluate and pick your battles accordingly. I could sit here and basically act like a toddler and stomp my feet and cry because it's just not fair. It's just not fair. And I could just say that over and over again, like some two-year-old, but it's not fair. And that's just going to spiral me down into some more negative thinking and cause me to be in a place that I don't want to be. And I'm not going to let her have that power over me to put me in that spot. So after I got rid of 90% of my anger, I'm not going to say that it's, there's still not 10% there. But after I got rid of most of my anger, I had to, well, I didn't have to, but I felt sorry for her. I really do feel sorry for her that this is the person that she is and this is how she lives and anyone that lives that way cannot be living a happy life and that's just a sad thing to think about that you are that person that can take off after hitting somebody and drive recklessly and not care not care about you, not care about me, not care about anyone that was going to get in your way. How sad that that's the example that you're leaving for your children. I hope her kids weren't in the car. I couldn't tell. How sad that you probably are worried to drive your car anywhere because you might get caught by the police or me or who knows. I would be thinking that. I don't know. She probably doesn't care. But if it was me, I would be like, Oh my gosh, I can't drive this car because the vanity plate was so recognizable that I mean, I will remember it for the rest of my life. (laughs) And how sad that that is the karma that you are creating for yourself and possibly 
the others around you for generations because karma does carry through the generations. If you go back and listen to my What is Karma episode, you will hear that, that that can be a generational thing. Your bad choices can carry on to your future generations. So just to tie things up, this is now about a week later from when I originally recorded the beginning of this episode. And I still have not heard from the police chief. So I went online to file the report finally. And I fill everything out. I get to the end. I push the button. And it says, we're sorry, but we cannot file this report at this time. Something like that. And I was just like, are you kidding me? So... I don't even have that avenue now and I don't know I just almost feel like what is the universe trying to tell me here I don't know all I want to do is file the report get the report number so I can call my insurance and see if they're gonna do anything for me because that's really the only thing I have left so I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna try and I'll probably try and file the report one more time and see what happens. But like I said, karma is a bitch and she doesn't make any mistakes. So there you go. And you know, I am listening to myself talk right now and I can hear that I'm still angry. (laughs) I'm still angry about this. And maybe I have a right to be angry, right? I think I do. Um, But yeah, I really just, the moral of the story is look at what you have control over and the rest, you just have to let it go. Thank you for being my therapist today. (laughs) And as always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. I'll see you next time. Oh my gosh, Tomlin. Are you serious? This is what I put up with, guys.